Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter we would realize how you have made a way to remove our guilt so that we can stand before you. It's such a wonderful thing. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Leviticus 5. When a person sins and that he hears the utterance of a curse, and he is a witness, or he sees or he knows, if he does not make it known, then he shall bear his guilt. Or if a person touches anything unclean, whether an unclean wild animal's dead body, or an unclean domestic animal's dead body, or an unclean swarmer's dead body, but he is unaware of it, he is unclean and he is guilty. Or when he touches human uncleanness, namely any uncleanness of his by which he might become unclean, but he is unaware of it, and he himself finds out, then he will be guilty. Or when a person swears, speaking thoughtlessly with his lips to do evil or to do good, with regard to anything that the person in a sworn oath speaks thoughtlessly, but he is unaware of it, and he finds out, he will be guilty in any of these. When he becomes guilty in any of these, he shall confess what he has sinned regarding it, and he shall bring his guilt offering to Yahweh for his sin that he has committed, a female from the flock, a ewe lamb or a she-goat, as a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. If he cannot afford a sheep, he shall bring as his guilt offering for what he sent two turtle doves or two young doves for Yahweh one for a sin offering, and one for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, and he shall present that which is for the sin offering first. And the priest shall wring its head off at the back of its neck, but he must not sever it. And he shall spatter some of the sin offering's blood on the altar's side, and the leftover blood must be drained out on the altar's base. It is a sin offering. The second bird he must prepare as a burnt offering, according to the regulation and the priest shall make atonement for him, for his sin that he has committed, and he shall be forgiven. But if he cannot afford two turtle doves or two young doves, then, because he has sinned, he shall bring as his offering a tenth of an ephah of finely milled flour as a sin offering. He must not put oil on it, nor should he put frankincense on it, because it is a sin offering. He shall bring to the priest, and the priest shall take a handful of it, for its token portion, and he shall turn it to smoke on the altar, in addition to the offerings made by fire to Yahweh. It is a sin offering. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him, because of the sin that he has committed, in any of these, and he shall be forgiven. It shall be for the priest like the grain offering. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, When a person displays infidelity and he sins, in an unintentional wrong in any of Yahweh's holy things, then he shall bring his guilt offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock as a guilt offering, by your valuation in silver shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. And he shall make restitution for what he sinned, because of a holy thing, and shall add one-fifth of its value onto it, and shall give it to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and he will be forgiven. If a person, when he sins, violates one from all of Yahweh's commands that should not be violated, but he did not know it, 
He is guilty, and he shall bear his guilt. He shall bring to the priest a ram without defect from the flock as a guilt offering by your valuation. And the priest shall make atonement for him because of his unintentional wrong, although he himself did not know, and he will be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He certainly was guilty before Yahweh. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 4, we read about the sin offering. And there were different offerings depending on the position that the person who sinned held. But the offering for the common person was a female goat or female sheep. Now we get some more details in this chapter and an alternate sacrifice for poor people. First, Yahweh gives some examples of some sins that this would apply to. Remember from chapter 4, these are unintentional sins, not high-handed sins. The first example is that someone is a witness to something, and they don't provide testimony to the court. So this is a sin of not doing something that they should have done. The next examples are if they become unclean, but don't follow the proper ritual for cleansing. They could have touched a dead animal, or they could have had a bodily uncleanness themselves. We will get more detail about those specifics later in the book. Another example would be if they made a promise with an oath that they didn't keep. Then Yahweh says that they must bring a female sheep or goat. So this is the same as we were reading in chapter 4. Then God gives an alternative. If they are too poor to afford a sheep, they can bring two birds. And he gives the details about how the blood is splattered on the side of the altar. Then there is an even smaller offering if he's too poor even for the birds. He can bring some finely milled flour. This is different from the grain offerings in chapter 2, because he doesn't put olive oil or frankincense on it. It is a little surprising that there could be a sin offering that wasn't an animal sacrifice, but this was for the poorest people. Then, starting in verse 14, we have another type of sacrifice. At first, we may think that this is the same as a sin offering, but it is different. It is a guilt offering. This is basically where a person defrauds in a particular way. There is some monetary harm done. The examples given here are defrauding God. Again, this is unintentional. The person was supposed to give something to God and failed to do that. The offering for this is a male sheep, a ram. So he first has to make right what he got wrong. So perhaps he was supposed to bring some grain to God and failed to do that. Then he has to bring the grain plus 20% of that grain and give that to God. And then he sacrifices a ram as a guilt offering, and then he will be forgiven. And now for a deeper dive. As you know, we are not living by this law that God gave the Israelites now. But there are things for us to learn if we look hard enough. When we see God making provision for the poor people, we see that God understands our situation. And being unable to afford the regular sacrifice does not absolve us of responsibility. God knows what we are able to do and expects that. So instead of us making excuses, God already understands and has a way for us. Then we also learn this idea of guilt. If something should have been given to God, that is a problem. So we might think we just need to give it to him now. Well, that's true plus 20%. And that takes care of the original problem, right? Well, not quite. There is still the problem that we are guilty, even though it was a mistake. But again, God makes provision for people. He makes a way to remove the guilt. 
we can be so thankful that God has made a way for us to have our guilt removed. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.